Live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Welcome to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Let's bring him in for in the pocket. Ladies, hi. How's it feel at coming in number one? Feels good. Feels amazing. Yes. Winning a big tournament, you know, this is good. This is good. I, I was again. I spent more time watching bowling this weekend than I probably should be allowed. You guys were my <laughs> mental escape from a very weird weekend. Yay. So I just want to tell you, we got to figure. I'm glad this week is on Big Ten Network. So I can actually get scores and updates and I don't have to like enlarge my screen to see whether you're up pins <laughs> yes. or down pins or, you know, what the advantage is. Sometimes I want to know how many marks you have and I can't, I got to scroll and I lose the whole picture. So good stuff across today. Um, introduce yourselves and your guests. So we have, well, I'm Gwen. I'm Amara. And we have the man. The myth. The legend. Paul Klumpo. <laughs> Our head coach. Our head coach. There's, you know, <laughs> listen, I, first of all, there's a couple of things. I, I had to apologize because I was tweeting to you guys, live tweeting during bowling, and Mr. Fat Fingers over here added an extra letter, and I apologize, coach, because you deserve better. Uh, second of all, uh, thank you for actually being a national champion currently on the <laughs> this yes. campus because it is – look <laughs> – <laughs> They're the only one that can say it. So, bravo to that. Thank you for making time. Um, it's greatly appreciated. Apology accepted, and you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, so, and I said this as well. Like, you were just telling the story. You listen to the station, so you understand how we get down here, right? I've listened to it since day one, literally. Man. Big fan. Big Man, fan. look, um, I'll be sure to tell Tom Stevens that you asked about him. Yeah, I like him. Because that, that means the world, and – if you look, if you want to get up for early break, I, I don't miss an early break. You, I listen to every one of them. You you do not need an excuse. You just need to give me a day, and I will let Jake and Sip know right. that you want to do early break. Now, I'd like to come in and instead of them taking a caller for um, the uh, shut up Sipple, I want to. I wanna <laughs> you want one on one with Sipple? I want to face off with Sipple. Oh, but that's so good. I have to approve of the. the what the topic is, though. That, <laughs> it needs to be 80s bands. I, he, he thinks he's pretty savvy with that, and I think I am too, so it'd be a good one. No, I think you'd be a bit 80s. I think he would try to give you a run for 70s. That's okay. I'll go 70s if he wants to. Right. Like, I think I oh, think he you – He sounds ready. Yeah, I think oh, – no, no, this this is – Now, the Carter, we have to record this, and we have to share this so that Simple understands the level of the challenge here. Yeah. Like, this is on live air that he made this challenge, so. Yes. I think we double it. It's not just two questions each. It's like four each. We make okay. A little, make a little deal out of it. Okay. Oh, he wants a challenge. Okay. If uh, if you win, the bowling team gets two dozen bagels. Okay. Right? Ooh. Right? Like, we double it up. And then if he wins, uh, 
you probably have to give him like a cool bowling shirt or something. Okay, we can do something. Please win. We like food. <laughs> yeah, we love food. We love food. Fair enough. <laughs> I think it needs to happen. And of course, you have an open invitation to one on one. So any day at ten o'clock um, that you want to come in and sit with me, please do. Please do. That would be great. Um, or you can come at eight o'clock with me and Jay Foreman. Mm-hmm. Again, same rules apply. You can just say, "Hey, I want to come in and, and hang out." You have full permission. National champions have a key to every door. Thank you. That's how that yes, works. Sir. That's how that works. <laughs> That's how that works. Okay, so go ahead and start with you. Please describe, Coach. Uh, <laughs> he likes um, soft music and long walks on the beach. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm he not sure you were. I'm no, not he sure seriously you does. Were. He, he seriously does. But honestly, he's an amazing guy. Um, I He's been here since day one for me. Um, he was an assistant first, and I had him as head coach, and it's been amazing. It's been a great ride, and honestly, his dad jokes are amazing. He cracks me up every single time I see him. C- coach, I need a dad joke. Oh, you put him on the spot. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I need uh, a dad joke. I may have to. I'll work on it. Okay, let going. me know I'll, at any point. At any point during the show, you can do this. Okay. Okay. So, Amara, please talk to me about this 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 young man. He's um, honestly one of the funniest people I've ever met. I, I can't lie there. Um, I think the bond we've we've created over the last few years is is pretty great. Um, he he's really I look at him as sort of as a father figure. I can talk to him about anything um, with ease and he he's always there to listen, which I really appreciate. And yeah, I just appreciate everything he's done for us and how he pushes us as people and as athletes. What does he do best? He's a great hashtag generator. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that requires an explanation. So we started off with like um, this wall and we create hashtags, like kind of like stupid things that we come up with when we're bowling or outside of that. And so we kind of started writing it on our what? It's, our it's a white, hashtag board yeah. now. It's on our whiteboard. Mm-hmm. And what's on it? Give me, give me, give me a couple. I know this past weekend he came up with uh, execution pedal. Um, yes. You know, keep our foot on the pedal. You know, we dominated the whole tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we also have hashtag two can play this, like our drink at Muchachos. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm so glad that happened. I know. I know. I know. That's it's amazing. Like- now, next week, bring one. But that, there's that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll talk to Nick. and like. Well, Nick needs to come up with a, co- with a drink for Coach. Something national championship. Where is this at? Muchachos. Muchachos. Mm-hmm. Like they can make a meal for you, but I think a drink for you would be mm-hmm. something something, be something cool. Yes. But we do have to change our drink a little. We have to tweak it up just a little bit. Talk to me. Um, we just have to change it because of the Lotus drink. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not NSF certified. Ah, so yeah. we actually have to change that. So it might be too fruity drinks now okay and so it's going to be a compliment to each other so you can actually drink it together yes. see i know nick is over there rubbing his hands at the idea of having <laughs> to create he loves to create mm-hmm. so it's there okay coach please talk to me about gwen <laughs> okay <laughs> you've met the two of them yeah yeah i i, I need another opinion they don't work in a <laughs> They don't walk in our facility without everybody knowing they just arrived. <laughs> we here. Yes. We here. 
I mean, yeah, what do you expect? <laughs> no, they're they're fun. I mean, that, that's that's the quickest way to say it. Both of them. I mean, Gwen's a lot of fun. Um, you know, she's been here. Gwen got here her freshman year, and she traveled to every event and played once, basically. Yeah. The next year, because our team was pretty well loaded, I said, you've already wasted, I guess wasted's the best word for it, one year by throwing one game. You're not, you're going to play sparingly in year two. Why not redshirt? And she did. And it was not easy for me to even ask her that. So she sits it out. And then last year, she comes back and she ends up playing a lot, including at the national championship and on television. And she was a machine. And it was really great to see her, you know, kind of wait her turn and do it with grace and get rewarded. And I felt good for her. I, I was just, I was looking at her face to see what the response was and how much that meant because it hit her. It hit her different. <laughs> it hit her different. It hit her different. What do they do well? What do they do well? Uh-huh. What do they do Entertainment well? Entertainment coordinators. Well, one thing. <laughs> well, yeah, what they do well, I mean, we have an eight-pack of people that we travel with. And one week they play, and the next week they don't play at all. And maybe they don't play for a couple weeks, and then, boom, their number's back up. And they play a couple weeks later. And every time they're in or out, I don't have to explain myself. I don't have to apologize. I don't have to talk them down. They just understand. They understand how the game works, that some weeks it fits their game and some weeks the playing environment doesn't. And they're willing to be cheerleaders and do everything else required. And they do it, they do it without a hiccup. And it makes our team so good. Because I don't have to deal with any kind of drama when I don't play them. Yeah, I mean, the distraction thing is the easiest way to shorten the trip to the national championship situation, yeah. right? Pretty fair to understand that the the people that are that you have to spend the most time with are people who aren't always participating. Yeah. So to have quality people at the end of your roster matters. Yes. Um, and it fills the space. What does this program do to 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 attract the attention of, of kids from Virginia, Hawaii, and across the country. <laughs> what is it about Nebraska bowling that attracts the masses from all over? We win. Yeah. We win, and we put people on tour. They're on the professional tour, and it just grows. People see people. They, they make TV shows nationally on the professional tour. And they talk about it every time. Well, she graduated from Nebraska. And she's been on tour for three years, and she's got four titles. And that combined with winning national championships—that's what gets it out there. And it's you know, it's not new. I mean, we've been at this. You know, we've been at this for a long time. Even before our sport was a NCAA sport, we used to bowl in the club ranks, and that was every bit as competitive. We had television for the finals, and those national championships were revered just the same. Didn't have those four letters NCAA next to them, but there was a. We traveled the country. We butted heads, and week after week, we we grinded to get to the postseason. We made it to the finals and got to the championship match. Got it on television. We won several club championships early days, 
and they were not easy. And they made they look back now and say, oh well, they got they got like you know seven or eight club championships, but they got six NCAA's. Well, those club <laughs> ones didn't come easy either. Right. So it's been going for a while, and once you start winning and get your name out there, people start noticing. When when you you talk to people outside of this and they talk about Nebraska bowling. What's the roll call of, of former Husker bowlers that you go to? Who are the folks that the the lay fan should know? Well, I mean, from we have because we used to have a men and women's club both. Okay. So the men's club is what really got the women's team established. I mean, when I moved here from New York State to go to school here, I came here for the men's bowling club. Mm-hmm. And the men's bowling club was stronger than the women's team was for quite a while. But as that got stronger, then more good women started coming and started building. So some of the some of the people you're talking about, the uh, alumni that, that, that we lean on and talk to, are men. I mean, we, we've got a lot of famous people in the bowling realm that used to go to school here. They, they've won titles on tour. Um, and, uh, you know, women too, you know, the former – assistant we had shannon palowski used to mm-hmm. come in here mm-hmm. um, she's on tour she's been on team usa like 15 years in a row um you know our current assistant coach is building a nice resume for herself um deandra asbady formerly hyman she's another big ambassador for our program mm-hmm. she's really active in the uh, junior ranks so she puts the the bug in girls ears about nebraska so we've got a lot of – it reaches far. I mean, there's a lot of people I'm leaving out, but there's, you know, the first ever perfect series was thrown here by one of our guys that was on our team in 97. It was 900, 300, 300, 300. Mm-hmm. And um, so, I mean, you know, we've had a lot of amazing things happen around here. You know, for me, um, being in this space and watching programs, how programs operate, the energy of the program becomes the first thing I look at. And whether you're you're the people under your watch, uh, whether their back is straight, whether their smile is wide, because it tells me there's some really good things going on. And I'm not sure of all the teams that we've had. I'm not sure that we have a program that walks in the building with the energy of your bowling team. What do you what do you is it just it can't just be winning. There has to be something that connects you beyond winning that allows you to win. Yes. What what would you say that is? It's not just win. It's not winning is what was the answer to your other question. Mm-hmm. That stuff is culture. It's, um, you know, I think they would agree that what we do on a daily basis is not done with them in to win in mind. You know, they know that's the ultimate goal, but that's mm-hmm. not on a daily basis. We are not doing things all for that big brown trophy that we're trying to get. They know that what we're trying to do is make them better people and better players. And we know that the byproduct of that is we then might win. But I think they all know that, you know, I'm never saying, if you don't get this done, how are we going to win again? I mean, that's just not, that's not the focus, you know. So I think they know that we're trying to make them better in all facets, and they appreciate it. And therefore, they're happy because they trust, I think they trust me that I'm doing what I think is best for them. So there's never any kind of push-pull thing going on. And um, I don't know, I think that's what makes them happy. That combined with we have a lot of fun. Yep. You know, we we work hard, but we jack around all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I hear the stories. Just 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 letting you know. I jack around all the time. I just 
like to. Yeah, I mean, I think as a coach, I mean, be true to you, and that allows people to be true around you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it becomes important. Um, but this roster, as much as we promote these two, that you've got a deep roster. Mm-hmm. So st- start with, with your with your upperclassmen. Okay. Who are the folks that make this program go as, as it is? Well, we have three captains, and they're important. But, <clears throat> I, I, you know, I, I can't put them – you know, what Gwen and Amara bring to the table mm-hmm. is not any less than what those three captains do. But they are – two of them are upperclassmen. Cassidy Ray, she's a fifth-year senior. She's out of Illinois. She's had a good career. Mm-hmm. Back-to-back um, All-American years. Um, Michelle Guaro, we call her Mick. She's from Mexico. Our roomie. Yeah. Yay, bestie. <laughs> really sweet girl. How come I haven't met her yet? What's the, what's the deal? She can't come on the show. Why? She's international. She can come on. Oh, all right. Well, Michelle, oh. you're you're up next. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're coming she can up. Come on. She yeah. Has, yeah, she you'll absolutely like can. You'll like mm-hmm. her. Yeah, she's great. You know, she's been in the program several years too. Um, she came in as one of those older freshmen to start with, so maturity levels real high. Cassie's maturity levels gotten real high, um, so they they bring a lot that way. You know, they've been they've been through a lot. They've been through the program. They've been through the system. And they help everybody else kind of understand how to get through everything. Um, so those are main two upperclassmen as far as seniors go. Um, they're both done at the end of this year. Then you got a group of like these guys, you know, like Amara, Junior, Gwen. This is your fourth year in the program. Redshirt Junior. You've got um, Kendall. 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 Kendall Hoffmeister, who's also redshirted one year. She's a junior. So you got that group. Again, those those three have been around a long time. So they're bringing as much value as the upperclassmen that are ready to graduate. So we've got some veteran, you know, veteran presence out of, out of these girls that help the younger ones come along. We'll, we'll go to break. When we come back, I, I, I do want to go to the personalities of the people on the squad. Okay. Most coaching rosters have – you have – the person who's the most talented at that thing, you have the person who has the highest IQ, you have the person who uh, loves it the most, uh, and then you have the person that most represents the coach and his ideology. We'll talk about those things next on 937 The Tip.